With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Clinton Wilcox, and you're listening to the Pro-Life Thinking Podcast. Welcome to today's installment of Pro-Life Perspectives. There's a disturbing trend among so-called Christian clergy. They have been gathering to speak blessings upon Planned Parenthoods. This happened in January of 2017 when more than 20 religious leaders gathered to bless a Planned Parenthood mega clinic in Washington, D.C. It happened again in January of this year when four Christian pastors and a Jewish rabbi gathered to bless Leroy Carhart's late-term abortion clinic in Bethesda, Maryland. Julie Zosmer of Washington Post reports that Carlton Vesey led the opening prayer in which she asked God to keep the abortion practitioners and nurses safe and said that all they do is for God's glory. The same God who said, Suffer not the little ones to come to me, for heaven belongs to such as these, and it would be better for someone to tie a millstone around his neck and cast himself into the sea than to cause a little one to stumble, not to mention that sacrificing children never even entered his mind to command, is apparently glorified by ripping apart these same children in the womb. Rabbi Charles Feinberg said that the Jewish faith has never considered abortion murder. I'm not educated in Jewish faith, so I can't speak to that, but Christianity most certainly has always considered abortion to be murder. So these four pastors are not acting in accordance with their Christian faith by blessing this abortion clinic. In fact, they don't even resemble Christian pastors at all. They more closely resemble the priests of Moloch, a false god who required those who worshipped him to sacrifice their children to make their lives easier. The Washington Post article I got this information from repeated one of the falsehoods that I addressed on yesterday's pro-life perspectives, that late-term abortions are only done on women whose fetus is not medically viable. Listen to that episode for more on why that fact is false. Zosmer also repeats a half-truth in the abortion debate that late-term abortion is illegal in most states. This fact is true as far as it goes. However, Roe v. Wade's sister case, Doe v. Bolton, established that a woman cannot be denied an abortion if she feels it necessary for her health, and they described health so broadly, Scott Klusendorf says, that you can drive a Mack truck through it. Anything related to physical health, mental health, emotional health, financial health, familial health, etc. is fair game. So even though many states have late-term abortion illegal on the books, all the woman has to do is tell them it's necessary for her health in some way and they can circumvent these laws. The only real obstacle a woman faces toward having a late-term abortion is finding an abortionist who will do one that late. Leroy Carhart is one. One of the reasons VZ supports abortion is because, quote, the Supreme Court affirmed a woman's right to choose an abortion, but before the Supreme Court did it, God had already done it because it affirms a woman's moral agency, end quote. This is, simply, incredibly terrible reasoning from someone who is supposed to be a pastor. I'm sure Vizi would never say that we ought to legalize rape because legalizing rape would affirm a man's moral agency. That's just incredibly poor thinking. Abortion kills an innocent human child, so legalizing it does not affirm a woman's moral agency. In fact, it does just the opposite. It treats women as inherently weak, so weak that they can't be expected to be held accountable for their actions. Feinberg goes on to argue that the right to an abortion is a question of religious freedom. If a woman believes that abortion is ethical, the government shouldn't prevent her from obtaining one. I'm sure Feinberg would be happy that he is right in line with the Church of Satan on that issue, but the reality is that religious liberty was never meant to support harmful activities. 
You are free to believe abortion is moral all you want. But since abortion kills an innocent human child, we have an obligation to outlaw it, despite the fact that some people's religious beliefs might differ. Carhartt apparently has two ironic signs up in his clinic. The first says, quote, it is your reaction to adversity, not the adversity itself, that determines how your life story will develop, end quote. I can agree with the sign. However, I bet that Carhartt hides the fact that many women who have abortions end up deeply regretting it and have psychological issues because of it. And he doesn't seem to understand that there can be bad reactions to adversity. The second sign says, quote, well-behaved women rarely make history, end quote. Of course, well-behaved people rarely make history, but mass murderers make history too, so neither one of these signs is anything particularly relevant to the situation. These clergy are not only giving God a bad name, they are doing evil in the name of God, and blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, Jesus warned us, is the sin that will not be forgiven. I'm Clinton Wilcox, and this has been Pro-Life Perspectives. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.